Hey everyone, welcome back to the Phoenix Surveillance Podcast. I'm your host, Kate DeBinko, and this is episode four. This is kind of a part two to our previous episode about ISC West. And so since it's National Robotics Week, we're continuing our coverage of ISC West with some of the robots that we met over at ISC West. So you might have noticed we posted an article about it earlier this week. So feel free to go back and reference that article. But this is going to be the audio interviews that we got with some of those robotics and drone companies. So I was really excited to visit the Unmanned Security Expo. Robots are something I really have a passion for, whether they're robots in real life or in science fiction. I'm particularly fond of astromechs from Star Wars. But yeah, I just really, really like robots and I'm fascinated by the field of robotics. So it was so exciting for me to talk to some of these people who are programming and designing and coming up with these real robots that we can use for real life things and robots that we can use to help keep us safe. I think that's amazing. So I know you'll enjoy these interviews about robotics and you'll hear from me again at the end. Okay, so I'm talking with Carrie Savis of Nightingale Security. How's it going? Great. How are you? Good. So we've got lots of drones over here. How many did you guys bring with you today? Well, we have three up here and two down here. This is our latest one, which has the world's uh, lightest, fastest um, digital radar. So we just incorporated that. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. It's cool. So it's for dynamic obstacle avoidance, another flight safety component. Okay. So the one that's over here. Yep, that's our Blackbird. The Blackbird. So that's it's it's sitting on the launch pad, right? Yeah, we call it a base station, and it protects against weather and the environment. Also acts as a a charging station. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when the drone lands, it connects to the pads and starts charging. So it looks like so it lands on the little gold part, right? It'll land on the, uh, so the that's center like part. The that's the charging. Okay. And cool. uh, the other arms there are the centering device. So if it lands slightly off, every time the base closes, it'll center it and make sure it's perfectly oh, okay. uh, set for charging as well as takeoff. And the other thing the base does is um, it's a discharge of the HD data. So every time it, it lands, the HD data gets downloaded and sent behind your firewall. Even though you're getting the streaming video live, uh, that's not HD. You can see it on your phone or iPad or the mission control software. It's on your desktop. But as soon as it lands, all the data gets, first of all, it's encrypted. um, And it gets pushed down and gets back into your cloud. So the drone is ready to take off. Okay, so you guys are based out of Mountain View, California. Yep. How many of these base stations do you guys have? Uh, Multiple. Multiple? Yeah. We deployed multiple (laughs) locations. So Mm -hmm. some locations have three, some have two. Okay. Um, Typically, you'll have at least two for redundancy as well as uh, ability to run different types of missions, whether it's day, night, or LIDAR, uh, or on a threat response or on a scheduled patrol. You want to have some redundancy and overlap. Great. So what are some of the applications for the security industry where drones are becoming more popular for use? In my opinion, most of what you see here with the ISC West Conference in Las Vegas is huge. And everything on this side of the conference that's been around is for a 2D world. It's cameras, sensors, gates, things of that nature that live really on the ground. 
And today we live in a 3D threat world. Drones can come over all of that. So everything on that side can be worked around pretty easily by yeah. something you could buy at Best Buy. Um, so all of a sudden, the security posture of companies have become increasingly marginalized because, wow, I've got all this stuff, but it's not really effective against the new technology. So to answer your question, drones are going to really help plug that hole, that need within the physical security space by not only being able to provide large perimeter protection efficiently, uh, cheaper, faster, and better than what they can do today with cameras, especially in a large facility, um, but it's also going to provide that protection, uh, deterrent, as well as being able to take down a drone that's impeding on your airspace. Um, and so it's really a, it's a new a new application for uh, physical security. And it's going to be applied to lots of different industries. That's Oil and gas, solar, rail, um, nuclear power, pipeline, manufacturing, Amazon, Amazon <laughs> precious metal facilities, <laughs> mining. Like, uh, I can go on and delivery. on. <laughs> well, well, that's I'm talking about security. Oh, security? Yeah. But, but like in general. Like yeah, for general, like it's, it's, it's lots of applications. Yeah. And the only limiting factor, and it depends on the country you're in, the government regulations. Some countries, you know, hands off, can do whatever you want. Others, absolutely not, can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and How is they here? Like, well, it's, the FAA is pretty well involved in this stuff. Yeah. Um, they have the 107 regulations that came out last year, and uh, they're working on new ones. Homeland Security's also got a very big interest in this kind of stuff, uh, not only from an awareness of um, how to best deploy it in new situations, but also for the threat that it cause to our general public as well as commercial applications, whether it be data centers or power plants or things of that nature. That's true. Very cool. Alright, well, do you have any final thoughts about drones? <laughs> uh, drones are, you know, a lot of people have uh, misconceptions about drones because they're kind of filling in the blanks on their own in terms of what's allowed or what's possible. I'd encourage people to do some research and really learn about it because they're going to be part of our world, whether you like it or not. Sometimes it'll be regulated, sometimes it won't. Uh, but to think that they're not going to be in our skies from here on out, I think is naive and people need to, should learn about it. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks for talking. You're very welcome. All right. So uh, I'm over here at the Unmanned Security Expo area with the drones and robotics and things like that. So, um, do you want to tell me, um, maybe start with an introduction, who you are, what Hi, company? my name's Todd Rigby. I'm the director of sales for the Ragent Corporation. We make mission-critical mesh networks. Networks are integral to any autonomous application because if you don't have reliable, continuous communications, you're going to have a huge deficit in your uh, solution. Problem with most of the drone companies that are involved in doing video surveillance have is they record all their video to an SD card. So you fly the drone, you record the video, then you have to land the drone, then you have to upload the video, and then you have to review the video. By that time, someone who was doing something you wanted to catch could be long gone. So if you have a reliable network in place, you can extend that network to your drone and then you can stream video in real time not only so you can observe it while it's happening but also so it can be recorded 
in your video management solution. Very cool. So if you're thinking of doing drone surveillance, don't start with the drones. You need to start with the network. Makes sense. So contact us, www.ragent.com, and we'll help you have the most secure, most reliable, highest performance wireless network available. Okay, I'm over at the hardware stand. Uh, very cool looking drone here. You want to tell us about what you do and about the drone? And so our drone, uh, so we're basically a security as a main core focus as a company. However, we try to integrate um, many aspects into as far as applying this drone into many other markets. So we're trying to expand on that. Um, we have uh, thermal imaging scanning ca cameras. We also have uh, gas detection. So this way, all these attachments are interchangeable. You know, we send it out, send out that uh, gas detection, do the pipe inspection, and this way, uh, you know, to relieve of manual labor and relieve of the, obviously, hazards in that field. Um, yeah, just basic trying to expand on just drone and the uses of it. So, uh, what? So that's like a. This is like a PA bull, bullhorn. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, this way, there's a camera integrated. Um, we currently, oh. right? So we currently work have contracts with the uh, police force in Shenzhen, China, and this is a unit that they actually use currently uh, as far as crowd control or whatever it be. Um, oh, this wow. way, not only do you have a uh, you know focus. A visual focus on you know the subject matter. You also have the auditory, you yeah. know, response to it. Very cool. Thank you. So, um, where do you think the future is headed for technology like this? Oh well, obviously this is the first year uh, they've had the uh, UAV uh, unmanned you know section here. That's been my favorite part. Correct. And so <laughs> we're hoping that you know gain some interest in that uh, potential to keep going. Obviously, we see. It's a huge market to have drones, you know, take place and substitute in labor or whatever it be, or even again hazardous environments to where you want to send this out um, as, a, as to to pre prevent further, you know, damage being Definitely. done. But yeah, um, lifeguards hoping to you know use this and drop drop ship their, yeah. uh, you know. But, Awesome. Where can people go to find out more about you and your company? Uh, we have a business uh, website over at hardwar.com. Um, okay. uh, if you just Google it. Okay. We're a Chinese company. Um, again, we're hoping to expand in the U.S. market uh, fairly soon. So. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks Thank for you talking. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So there's the... Gamma 2 Robotics. Gamma 2 Robotics. So a nice robot here on display. Do you want to tell us a little more about him? It's an autonomous security patrol robot. It's a mobile mobile sensor platform. It includes uh, forward-looking infrared, PTZ cameras, 360-degree cameras. It's got a 3D LiDAR on top, and it includes comes with gas sensors, uh, humidity sensors, temperature sensors, and it, it runs autonomously, returns to its charger, and it's a, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's great augmentation for security systems. And it's really cute. That is gorgeous. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, does he have a name? His name is Ramsey. Does it have um, speech? It does have speech. Yeah. So it's got a speech synthesizer. It can have scripts, or the it, it can be the the operator at the command center can can generate speech through it and give get, give commands to people. Awesome. So where do you see the future of robotics? Well, it's really in its infancy. I think I think you'll see you'll see these in many applications and. In healthcare, in 
in uh, certainly in, in warehouses, data centers, things like that. So I, th I think there's there's a lot more applications coming. Very cool. I'm a big fan of robots. <laughs> we are too. Awesome. All right, I'm at the Nightscope. Uh, is that the name of your company? Yes, Nightscope. Nightscope. Okay, Nightscope, and there's some really cool AI here. So do you want to tell us about the robots? Sure. So Nightscope is actually developing technology that's completely disrupting the security industry. Uh, we have developed a, a series of robots that are completely autonomous, meaning nobody's standing behind and remote controlling them. And they patrol around within a geofenced area looking for anomalies that report back to a security operations center. Very cool. So uh, what are they called? Like, do they have a name or designation? <laughs> so the smaller indoor version of our robot is called the K3. The larger outdoor version is called the K5. K2SO? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> They're very cool. Um, so I'm really interested in like robotics and AI in huh? general. So like, where do you think the future is headed in that respect? Well, we believe that autonomous technology is going to completely turn the world on, on its head. Uh, we already have seen some of the autonomous vehicles coming out on the roadways. But what we did was we actually commercialized autonomous technology in public well in advance of some of the automotive companies even. And uh, we have fully autonomous robots running around campuses from California to New York now, fully on their own, doing a security job that is absolutely uh, enhancing the way that, that physical security has been done. We believe that software plus hardware plus humans is the game changer in security. Wow, that's cool. So um, you mentioned campuses. <laughs> what other applications um, are like... Some of our big customers uh, are falling in shopping centers, or malls, uh, corporate campuses, professional sporting arenas, hospitals, movie studios, uh, um, power grid, um, logistics, airports, seaports, warehousing, and so forth. So uh, it can virtually be used anywhere. Um, they're, they're meant to be, the ones that we have right now are meant to be ADA compliant. So anywhere you can take a wheelchair is where you can take these machines. Uh, so yeah, they're they're almost almost limitless, but uh, we've got some other things coming out later that'll uh, give us a little bit further reach, also. Very cool. So I have a question regarding um, the look of them. Uh huh. Um, so they're not very like. Pardon me. Hi. <laughs> they're not uh, very human looking. Right. So uh, what went into the design aspect of them? Uh, quite a bit. So we spent a lot of time uh, developing the machines and the design of the machines, and it needed to be uh, something that had a, a substantial physical presence, but didn't scare everybody to death, because these are going to be out in the public. So if, if we had painted these matte black and put a, a tracked propulsion system on them, and they were going 30 miles an hour down the, the street, that would have a whole lot of different, uh, just a, a, a psychological Excuse impact me. on people than what they are now. So they were, we were very deliberate about what we did it. And uh, we also wanted to tip our hat a little bit to the sci-fi genre to allow people to kind of relate to the machines better. Because having that engaging uh, presence mm -hmm. makes them easier to, for people to actually accept and relate to in the public. Yeah. Did you see the um, video of the little girl that thought the um, eater thing was a robot? Yes, yes. That, that, <laughs> that was, was so funny. That was precious. That was awesome. So what has been the reaction to people Excuse that have seen me. them like in public? Uh, we actually have been incredibly surprised. Step away from the machine now. <laughs> <laughs> they we've don't actually, like being touched. We've actually been incredibly surprised. Uh, people have, have, uh, have adopted the machines as their friends. 
you can see robot selfies all over the internet <laughs> on Snapchat, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Uh, people are, are having, uh, we even had some people with uh, dogs. They're doing dog photos, <laughs> almost like family photos with the robots. Oh, it's really crazy. Um, we found lipstick prints all over uh, some of the robots. So it's, it's actually been quite refreshing uh, that people have, have uh, done so well with them, and the feedback has been very, very positive. Very cool. Awesome. Any final thoughts on robots or AI or anything? No, uh, I think uh, one of the things for Nightscope specifically is that you know we have the ability right now for anybody to invest in this technology. So anybody who has a passion for security, for robots, for AI, anything like that, can invest in a privately held company now. So uh, anybody who wants to learn more can go to our website at Nightscope. Scope.com and check it out. All right, and uh, social media, where can people go? Like, hashtag? Face, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, on on uh, Twitter, our Twitter handle is at iNightscope. Uh, Facebook, just go to Facebook slash Nightscope. So there were a lot of really interesting interviews there, and I had a lot of fun talking to the people and the robots, and I can't wait to see how the technology advances in just a year at next year's ISC West. So that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Like I said, you can go check out the article I wrote about robots, see some of the pictures, what these guys look like. That's on our website, phoenixsurveillance.com, and you can find it under the blog tab. If you want to say hi to us, you can send us an email at phxsurveillance at gmail.com or say hi to us on social media. You can find a portal to all of our social media sites on phoenixsurveillance.com. So thanks so much for listening, and be sure to stay tuned for future episodes. We have some cool stuff in store, so be sure to stay tuned. All right, until next time, stay safe out there, everyone.